Hey friends, this is Hannah and this is the last episode of the Learning Disney Podcast for 2022. I hope everyone has been having an amazing holiday season. It's been a great one for me and my family, and I hope it's been awesome for you guys. Today, I have a cool episode. We're going to talk to my friend Nicole, who recently was able to go to 21 Royal up above Pirates of the Caribbean and experience their seven-course meal and everything that comes along with it. So I just have a couple of news items to bring up before we get into that episode. Pretty much everything's going to be in regards to the 100th anniversary. So it was announced that for the Wondrous Journeys fireworks show that is starting on the 27th of January, the castle is actually going to be transformed into the Casa from Encanto, which is going to be really amazing to see Sleeping Beauty's castle transform via projections. Also, confirmation for that same show is that Baymax from Big Hero 6 is going to be part of the flyover. So... People have already seen the huge Baymax that's going to be flying over the castle. Usually we're like Nemo's flown over, Tinkerbell, etc. Also for magic key holders, for the 100th anniversary, Disney dropped all of the fun things that are specific for magic key. So for example, like there's going to be new menu items at the magic key terrace, which includes a mint julep cocktail, which is top of my list. A Disney 100 popcorn bucket that is going to be special for magic key holders because they're actually going to get popcorn refills for only $1.50 through February 12th. So it's going to start at the beginning and there's only a short time for that one. There's going to be Disney prints, Disney 100 prints is what they're calling them. You can also receive a commemorative button if you do the Walt Main, Main Street Story guided tours from January 9th to the 26th, right before the celebration begins in Disneyland. There's also going to be a brand new Magic Key Pandora charm. And this is going to be the first ever Magic Key charm provided by Pandora. Also, new magic shots with your photo pass on the Disneyland app. And then also there's going to be additional savings that you can have if you stand at a Disneyland Resort Hotel. It's pretty much about 25%, 25% at Grand California and 25% at the Disneyland Hotel. And then 15% at the Paradise Pier. And that is for travel that was completed by the March 10th. Final thing I want to address is that Bob Iger wrote a holiday letter to the D23 members for the holiday weekend, and he stated that the company is going to continue to work towards exceeding our high ex- highest expectations as Disney fans, and he addressed that like we have the best fans in the world, and we're going to do everything we can to make sure we exceed your expectations, so... We don't know what that means. We didn't get a list. There was a lot of funny memes that was like, okay, but give us like what you're going to exceed the expectations are that I saw around. But I think that's pretty much all I'm going to bring up for news today. And I hope everyone's New Year's Eve is super safe and fun. And I cannot wait for the next episode. Elisa's going to be back. We are so excited to record together again because a lot of these episodes, like I said, I had pre-recorded, so I didn't need to take a lot of focus away from my family during this holiday month. So Lisa and I are itching to be together again, (laughs) virtually to do our podcast together. So I hope everyone enjoys the episode and learns something new about a really exclusive thing you can actually do yourself. And it's not reserved for Club 33 members or dignitaries. So I hope you enjoy it. 
Hey friends. So I am lucky enough to welcome another friend to the, be the guest on the podcast. And this is Nicole. You may know her as the Dizzy underscore surgeon on Instagram. And she recently had a Royal 21 experience just a couple weeks ago during a trip to Disneyland. So as soon as I saw her, I built up the courage to say, Nicole, can you please talk about this on the podcast? So welcome to the podcast, Nicole. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and to talk about the experience. And yeah, I just I mean, thank you so much. Yeah, it's gonna we're gonna have fun. I'm really excited. Um, <laughs> so before we start talking everything Royal Tour One, I always like to ask guests just a couple questions for everyone to get to know them. And I think two of the most telling things is what's your favorite food at Disneyland, and then what's your favorite ride at Disneyland. So what's your favorite snack or food item, even from a sit down restaurant? So I'm pretty partial to the Disneyland churro. Yes. Um, if anybody follows me at all, like I always praise all the Disneyland churros and the flavors and some of them are a little off, but you know, they try. And um, the Disney world churros are just not quite there for me. I don't know They're not. what's Mm-mm. wrong, but yeah, Disneyland churros, where it's at. Favorite ride. It kind of, I'm a mood rider. So, so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I have a list, I have like a top five. Um, but I'm very like much into like what I like, I'm just going to go with the flow, which is very unlike me in my normal life. Yeah. So <laughs> some, some days it's pirates, some days it's haunted mansion. Um, some days it's the Matterhorn. So, you know, a small world if I'm feeling nostalgic or sentimental. So, you know, you never know, mm-hmm. like to keep it fresh. Oh, that's cool though. <laughs> like it, I guess I never really thought about having a favorite ride per my mo- my mood, but I could see yeah. that. But well, I think we can dive into it. So Royal 21, for those who don't know what it is. So we all know about Walt's apartment that's over the fire station. But what some people may not know is Royal 21. It is above Pirates of the Caribbean. Is it directly above or is it kind of like, I want to say uh, the way I'm picturing it, it's right above Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. So folks who are pretty familiar with Disneyland and Pirates and where it's located. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, that bridge that's there. That goes over um, the queue. That goes mm-hmm. over the queue, right? Um, on either side of the bridge, there's like a spiral staircase that mm-hmm. goes up stairs. That's the entrance. So the apartment is right on top of it. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yep. So, and yeah. then there's even signs right outside. They're like oval signs that say Royal 21. 21 Royal. And then there's like this chain that says private entrance. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's exactly how you go up there. Mm-hmm. And then this was going to be Walt's apartment, which unfortunately he passed before it was ready. So he was over at the fire station, but this was going to be like their family getaway location for them to go to when the whole gang came over. And so it's okay. I hope this is correct. Cause I had to do a lot of research to figure out this. <laughs> it doesn't just say yeah. you had to go digging. So it's 2,200 square feet, which is versus like the 500 square feet in the first apartment mm-hmm. above the fire station mm-hmm. and then two mm-hmm. bedrooms. And then I couldn't, I only know this from your reels, three bathrooms, right? <laughs> three bathrooms, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah. So, um, and it's it's funny, like, one of the people that we went with suggested that we do, uh, what's it called? In, not in the Walt's Footsteps anymore, Main Street uh, Walt, or whatever it is. Walt's Main Street Story. Yes. Is that, a- that guided tour the same day. So I had all that historical perspective for when we went there that evening. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, his original apartment is above the fire station it's a 500 square feet studio and um, the way they told it the guided tour 
was that as he was getting older and he was having grandkids of his own, 500 square feet just wasn't enough space. Mm -mm. So he and some of the Imagineers and Lillian designed the space above Pirates to be their eventual two-bedroom suite or apartment for bigger gatherings and and Mm -hmm. other dignitaries when they would come to the park. And um, like you said, unfortunately, he died before those could come to fruition. Uh, But there were sketches of different rooms within the apartment, and the Imagineers actually used those sketches to try to get as close to what they think Walt's actual vision would have been Mm -hmm. had he been able to see the project through. And did they talk about, because Lillian had a huge hand in designing the smaller apartment, did she also have a hand in designing the large, the Royal 21 as well? Absolutely. They talked about her uh, design aesthetic mm-hmm. and how she was very much into the Victorian era, mm-hmm. um, that turn of the century also. So, um, and you can see that they, they mentioned her throughout the evening as they talked about different touches throughout the, the suite, the apartment. So... Walk us through how the night went because you guys like walk from backstage to get there, right? So you meet, mm-hmm. you have to meet somewhere. <laughs> I was like, yes. Where, where <laughs> you guys meet? So we met at the fireplace um, in the lobby of the Grand Californian. Mm-hmm. And so that's, um, and then we walked out to the Port Cochere and in front of that hotel. You know, mm-hmm. not where you drive up with your personal car, but where the rideshare picks you up, like okay. the second stop, if you're familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a private, like, I don't know, van, bus kind of thing, like a shuttle. And because of security, they do the security check right there before you get onto the shuttle. So oh, they okay. go through That's your bags nice. and do that whole thing with mm-hmm. security. And then, of course, you're going backstage. So they are very emphatic that there's no videos or photos of anything mm-hmm. backstage. So they drive you all back there and you go behind Galaxy's Edge and New Orleans Square and then they drop you off and then you walk a little ways, not not very far, and then you mm-hmm. go over the wherever tracks at New Orleans Station and into the yeah. park. And you're dressed to the nines, right? Because I was trying to find like my military, all I can think of is the uniform. What's the uniform of the day? But um, like the attire, <laughs> is it, does it have to be formal or can it be like in anything or do people just go with It can formal? technically be anything. Okay. Um, they encourage people to, I can't, I can't remember the wording, but they do appreciate it when people make an effort. And mm-hmm. I'm going to jump ahead to the evening when I met the chefs. They were so appreciative of the fact that we took extra effort to dress especially for their event and for their creations and their art because they spend so much time and effort and thought into what they're about to serve us that they feel that we respected them by mm-hmm. taking that extra extra it's effort like take, taking it seriously mm-hmm. yeah yeah, they were. Very, they spent a, like a more time than I thought on on our outfits and stuff. So yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, if I did that, I would. Yeah, I would go and get a special dress for sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you get up there, and it's it's five hours, right? Or is it more? Because I saw like a, a mixed variety of it's five hours, it's five plus hours. Like, does it kind of just like um, depend? Yeah. So like they pick you up at. They want you to get gather in front of the fireplace at a quarter to five 
So mm-hmm. I guess it officially starts at five. Okay. Um, and then it kind of ends after the fireworks. So oh, okay. whenever so, that is. Okay. So mm-hmm. you see Fantasmic, you see the fireworks, and then, okay, bye. That's not too bad, though. I guess we haven't talked yeah, about the no. price yet, though. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So important thing to notice, this is attainable, but it is $15,000 for up to 12 people. It doesn't, I don't believe it has to be 12 people. So if you want to pay that full amount for less, so when you break it down, it's $1,250 per person. So right. save up if this is something that's worth it to you. I, when I was making notes for this podcast, I was like, oh, is this worth it for me? How long will I have to save up for this? But you, you got a big group together and it comes with a bunch of stuff, right? It, um, I believe I read it was valet parking. And then you also get a ticket, a park ticket too. Right. If you don't have a magic key already, mm-hmm. um, it does include a park ticket. Or if you do have a magic key and you couldn't get a park reservation, they will make sure that you have a reservation for the day. Oh, okay. That's nice. Um, and yeah, so they so automatically they- made the reservation? Well, we are, uh, no, we made it. Oh, because um, you're magic key. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we weren't sure how that all worked and we didn't want, you know, to be there to be a problem and we wanted to be in the park that day. Mm-hmm. Some people in our group arrived like at noon that day. So they didn't plan on going into the park afterwards. Mm-hmm. So it just sort of depended. So anyway, yeah, we made our park reservation, but later I found out if you didn't have one, they would totally hook you up. Okay. That's really nice. So that's included. Mm-hmm. And then like tax and tip I saw was also included too. So there wasn't. It was just that yeah. flat rate and that's all you needed to pay. So five hours, yeah. you get a I, ticket into yeah. the park, which is nice because mm-hmm. a lot of other experiences, you don't get a ticket into the park. So all those other guests that aren't right. magic key, at least they get to then I get, I'm guessing people could have left, but I'm jumping ahead. Sorry. <laughs> My brains are running a million miles. <laughs> in so much, yeah. I know. Okay. Okay. So you guys got escorted to Royal 21. You got to walk up the famous stairs and I'm sure you guys, your whole group being dressed to the nines, everyone's looking at you. Maybe you didn't even notice because you're just about to walk yeah, in. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'd be like, how'd you do that? Yeah. Well, like it was so funny. Like some people in our group are like, they're probably trying to figure out if there's somebody famous in here. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not famous. Like yeah. no, we just no celebrities. That's foodies. probably... Yeah. It's just like when you see people walking with the VIP tour guides, you instantly are right. like, okay, are they famous? Or is it just a group that's on a tour? Yep. I would do nope, the exact anybody same thing. Can do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So you're up there. You're finally in yeah. the apartment. We, we go up the stairs and mm-hmm. um, we enter the apartment into like the living room area and we all enjoy champagne or sparkling wine or sparkling grapefruit or grape juice or mm-hmm. yeah. That's if you're a non-alcoholic. And then our host, Paul, will give us a rundown of kind of the history of the space and the design and what the evening will look like. And then we have some free time to explore everything. Mm-hmm. Like the whole, we have the run of the place, basically, he said. And then we can just go around, push buttons and, and look push at buttons. the details and do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it was okay for you to take pictures and videos? Yes. Um, so originally until recently, I think you could only take photos, mm-hmm. but they changed that rule recently to allow videos as well. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Cause I was reading an article from 2019 that said like absolutely nothing, but th- I think it's kind of a good move for Disney to allow pictures to be out there because I don't think people realize that you could go in. So now, especially like with your yeah. Instagram page, I think it probably sparked a lot 
of people's interest being like, oh, I don't have to be famous. I don't have to be a millionaire and right. I can go in there. It's attainable yeah. for everyone. It mm -hmm. is. Absolutely. I mean, it is, I think the price makes it um, exclusive, but um, mm -hmm. you know that, you know, not a lot of people will be able to do this. So that's one of the reasons that I felt like I needed to document so much of it and put it out there to kind of share um, this experience with as many people as you know, wants to see it um, mm -hmm. because I know that not everybody's going to be able to do it. Oh yeah. And it was absolutely gorgeous to just see it because I don't think you can mm -hmm. see a lot from like Disney's websites at all. So you guys got to just hang out for a little bit before dinner mm -hmm. started. And I read it's dinner was a seven course meal. It was, but before <laughs> I get to dinner and I haven't put the, the uh, reel up about this yet, there's a courtyard in the center and it's amazing in the courtyard because you know if you remember where you are you're in the middle of new orleans square mm -hmm. right in front of pirates and we all know how crazy it gets like if there's going to be a traffic jam it's going to be right there yeah oh, um, absolutely. so there's a million people there it's loud it's the sounds of disneyland all that in this courtyard silence oh that's wild it is crazy how they engineered that um, so in the courtyard, they offer, um, two cocktails that are unique to 21 Royal. <laughs> I am blanking on the name, but, um, one is a bourbon based drink. I think it's called, yeah, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'll try to get <laughs> That's that okay. You. No, you're fine. You're um, fine. <laughs> and yeah, so that was kind of like the more kind of quote unquote masculine drink. And then there was another one that was kind of Lily, based on what Lillian liked. And so that was the other drink that was offered. But you, it's open bar. You could have mm -hmm. whatever you wanted. My wife wanted a bourbon just on rocks. So they mm -hmm. got it for her. You know, it's, it's whatever. Yeah. All of the drinks are included. Mm -hmm. So that was part of kind of the intro to the evening as well as exploring the different bedrooms and stuff. Yeah. And you got to just hang out in the courtyard. So I'm trying to picture, because you know how there's, um, if you go behind the shops where you, around where you come out of Pirates of the Caribbean, there's a like the mm -hmm. Royal 21 courtyard. So when you say courtyard, I'm almost picturing that back staircase that a lot of people don't realize is even there. Did you, did mm -hmm. you guys get to see that back staircase and where it led up to? Oh man. No, that's no, one of my favorite spots. On the second floor. I love mm -hmm. that spot too. And mm -hmm. I wish they had it open all the time. Okay. And then, so can you go out like on the patio out front before, cause I know you mm -hmm. get to go there after to watch like Fantasmic and the fireworks, but are you allowed to walk mm -hmm. out there? Yes, absolutely. And it is amazing. Mm -hmm. We were out there as the sun set and those golden hour views were just spectacular. <sighs> I know. Yeah. Over rivers I mean, of America. Ahead, rivers of America. You like to right? There's Matterhorn. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, that patio had like the WD like in iron as part of the fence. I mean, just incredible. Mm -hmm. What was your favorite room? Oh. It's the master bedroom and then the kids' room with the two beds. Yeah, I can't because they they so both different. were amazing. Yeah. Yes. So if yes. you haven't watched Nicole's um, reels yet, one of them is the kids' room, and it's like an adventure theme, like Frontierland. I kind of mm -hmm. want to explain. And then there's the master suite that kind of has like the more when you hit the, what was it? The good night. Good night kiss. Good night kiss. It, it looked like it lit up to look like a lagoon. I can't pick. They're both so different. You know, mm -hmm. I just, obviously there's more energy in the kid's bedroom and the colors are 
darker and a little more mysterious. Um, and then you get the train going around the top. I mean, that's mm-hmm. incredible. Oh, yeah. And then in the main bedroom, um, it's just the colors are very calming. It's kind of blues and greens and creams and the beautiful like four poster bed with beautiful draping. And then the goodnight kiss there is just a, like a waterfall effect on mm-hmm. the bed itself with, I think I, we've decided it's background jungle, uh, not jungle cruise, jungle book music. Oh, okay. I was trying, yeah, I was trying to figure that out. I was like, I almost couldn't like put my finger on what it was. Mm -hmm. I think it's Jungle Book, but I'll have other people like let me know (laughs) after they watch it. (laughs) Yeah. Because I couldn't put my finger on what tune it was. It was like, it sounded so familiar, but it's almost like it could have been a mashup of a couple of things. Mm -hmm. And that's just from, I haven't been anyone. This is just from me stalking Nicole's Instagram and watching these videos over and over again, trying to figure out what's going on. Okay. And then also the bathrooms looked amazing and there was hidden yes. Mickey's in the bathrooms. Yes. Um, okay. So each bathroom, each bedroom has their own ensuite and um, the kids bedroom, the adventure bathroom um, is the same kind of coloring. Um, not as grand. I mean, it has a shower and everything, you know, it's beautiful. It's not huge or crazy. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the main bathroom. Okay. (laughs) Okay. The master. You walk in. Mm -hmm. Yes. And there's two sinks on the right. And then you push this button. And then all this music um, starts from Beethoven's Fifth, the pastoral, which is from Fantasia, the original one. So that's a very calming piece of music. And in the bathtub area, first of all, there's two stained glass windows in the bathtub area and then this huge mosaic that goes over it and there's magic lights in it and there's a hidden mickey in the stars i mean i just it's i can't even describe it Mm -hmm. (laughs) beautiful and i'm sure pictures don't do it any justice no um it definitely i just had to go in there several times during the night i'm like oh yeah i have to go to the bathroom (laughs) go push the button that's amazing um, then to the left of the tub is a walk-in closet vanity mm-hmm. um, that's very Victorian. Um, I think they said, I could be wrong. I think they said that some people who knew Lillian um, helped pick out some things that they thought that she might like in her own like um, dressing chambers or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. where she would get ready. So it's very Victorian, very feminine in there. And yeah, I mean, it's just incredible. So, and then there's a third bathroom closer to the dining room is the companion bathroom, um, which is also gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And I saw like they had the pretty napkins that look like so fluffy mm-hmm. and soft because so they didn't have <laughs> towels. It was just the 21 stamped napkins. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh my gosh. They had um, some of the bathrooms. I think the main bath had like washcloths um, that you just put in a bin. Um, oh, okay. If you want mm-hmm. to use a washcloth to dry your hands. Oh, that's so nice. And so during that whole time, the whole exploring time, cocktail hour, I guess you could call it, um, they did have past hors d'oeuvre um, that had, um, oh, maybe, hopefully it's on the menu. I'm going to open it for the first time. <gasps> oh, for the first time? Oh! For the first time, I haven't opened it. Um, it's sealed. Um, just, I know it's the podcast. so um, No one can see. Yeah, we're so excited. <laughs> it's an envelope. 
and um, it has a wax seal with a 21 royal stamp. And I'll show you. Um, I, I haven't I opened it yet. It. But <laughs> <laughs> it has everything um, that you ate here. So let me see. Um, what an honor. Oh my goodness, she's opening it right now, everyone. But it's not, they did not list the, the order hors d'oeuvres. That's okay. Um, I will send it to you. Tracy probably knows because she's um, more of the cook in our house than my wife, <laughs> than um, I am. So she probably remembers more. But they mm -hmm. had like three past hors d'oeuvres um, during the cocktail hour. So we were eating and drinking and exploring, and it was just super fun. Mm hmm. Yeah. So there was food before the seven course meal of food. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. Walk us through dinner. Okay. So we all get ushered into the dining room, which is a big square table. Um, so there's three people on each side and we all have um, our names in front of where we're supposed to sit. <laughs> I will say that they did spell my name wrong. A lot of people do. Mm -hmm. So she spells Sorry, her name. Really. It's, yeah, it's Nicole with an H. So yeah, so yeah, it's a little bummer. H, but we'll we'll okay. forgive them. We'll move past. Maybe we'll I'll, move past. Well, I'm, I I I forgave them after I ate their food. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, each um, each dish, each course came with a wine pairing. Um, and before we started, um, like I mentioned before, the chefs, there were two chefs, Chef Gloria, and I can't remember the other guy's name, but there's two chefs. They both came out and, um, you know, expressed their gratitude for, you know, being there and partaking of their creations and their art and whatever. And then the, um, the sommelier also came out and kind of gave his background. And um, with each course, they would each come out and discuss like what it was the inspiration behind it and then mm -hmm. how the wine complemented it so it was really um it was really interesting from a food perspective as well mm -hmm. i'm sure that would yeah. be awesome for all the foodies like people that are really yeah. into that versus me that's like okay <laughs> sounds good <laughs> i'll tell i'll eat whatever you tell me to eat yeah no i we're totally into that so we were just like soaking it all in yeah yeah mm -hmm. tell me more you know yeah, oh, absolutely. So do you want to hear the, the food? Yes. Or should I tell you? Okay. So the first course um, was has a James Bond inspiration, apparently. Ooh. Um, it's um, golden Ocetra caviar, 007 style eggs, chives, and creme fraiche. And hmm. so it was almost a kind of breakfasty feel, but it was so good. I'm now I'm curious if there's a James Bond tie to Disney that they choose to do. No, they said that um, their executive chef, um, Chef Thomas Sutton, wanted that. They're like, I want you to do something with these 007 eggs. So, like, figure it out. And uh -oh, so okay. they kind of took it on with it. Oh, okay. Um, That's cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that was that was number one. That was number one. Then um, the next one was sautéed skate wing uh, with king king crab crack and Patagonian king crab sauce. Oh. Um, and so skate wing I had never had before, but it was phenomenal. What is this? Um, what is a skate wing? <laughs> skate is kind of like those um, stingray kind of looking things. Oh, I'm I'm not pulling up Google. <laughs> 
to look this up. I've never had it before, but it was really good. Apparently, it's hard to come by. And they had just gotten some like that day. And they're like, yeah, let's do it. And that's the other thing that they kind of stressed more. They're the same kitchen for Club 33, but Club mm-hmm. 33 has a set menu. And so they don't have a chance to be as creative as oh, okay. Okay. The, when they get to um, cook for uh, the 21 Royal guests. So okay. it's more of their passion and their creativity comes out in this menu. Mm-hmm. So so Royal 21, the menu can change every time. So like if someone decides they want to go, they can have something totally mm-hmm. different. And then a Absolutely. skate wing is a skate is a type of shark. So it's oh, a skate wing okay. is a fillet from the huge pectoral fins from that shark. Wow. Cool. Thank you. I didn't get that. <laughs> you ate shark. That's cool. <laughs> You're like, I didn't know I did. <laughs> I've eaten a lot of weird things that were called something else that ended up being really good. So mm-hmm. yeah, see, there we go. Okay. Okay. This is fun. I'm learning new things. <laughs> oh, and then, oh, sorry. Then the, uh, the wine that paired with that was a, uh, Gurgit Hills Fume Blanc, um, which is actually close to where I live now. So, oh, wow. That's cool. Oh, yeah. cool. 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 Um, so then, okay. That was, that was number two. Number three, uh, they called Black Diamonds, is shaved black Perigord truffles, tagliatelle pasta, and tender roots. So put black truffles on anything and I'm there. So oh, yeah. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, and it paired with a uh, wine from Burgundy, um, which was a Chablis. It was really good from your crew. Really good. So, yeah. Love truffle season. And they, their menu is seasonal. So if you go and, like, this was kind of a, a weird summer into fall kind of thing mm-hmm. um more more fall than anything um but they have a summer menu um like a winter, winter okay, very, okay like you know in the moment what's available yeah um, and that's got to be a ton of fun for them to be able to change it every time like the freedom that yeah. they have and that means they they must be so skilled like I can only my mouth's watering I did a 24-hour fast today and I already ate dinner and I, oh, but my mouth is watering again. Like, oh my gosh, that sounds so good. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, they, they, I don't know why they, they call them different names. So the November moon course, it was number four, was a cranberry glazed Sonoma quail with mm. Tuscan kale and the sweet potato risotto. Oh, and that, that was paired so... with. <laughs> oh, that sounds so good. <laughs> Um, it was paired with a uh, Chenna with Ranch uh, Russian River Valley Chardonnay, I believe. Oh, really good. That sounds really yeah. good. So far, yeah. I think that one's been my favorite. That one sounded the best. I have I loved all these courses, like for their own different reasons. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because they're they're e- also different. It's not like you're eating anything similar at all. Right. So then. Um, then you know what I'm trying to they had us do an intermezzo so I think after the third course they had us get up walk around stretch our legs oh, okay um and so then we came back and we had like a um like a sorbet um, like a palate palate mm-hmm. cleanser yeah mm-hmm. then we had the quail and then um the last of the main uh courses was the autumn grill which is a grilled uh prime beef porterhouse with a potato cheddar 
espuma, I've never heard of that. Um, braised Kobe beef and pomegranate relish. Never mind. They're super tasking. <laughs> there's the one that sounds the best. Yeah. Oh my gosh, my mouth. I'm sorry if people can hear me swallow. I'm going to try and edit that out because I'm actively <laughs> drooling over here. I know, me too. <laughs> I'm like trying to drink water, like, ah. But that sounds so, so see, that's good. One, two, three, four, five, and then six, I guess. Maybe they're counting the cocktail hour as seven. As one of them. The hors and that yeah. was just what I read on some something. So I don't even know. That's mm -hmm. That may have just been someone miscounting themselves, too. Yeah. So, um, and then the last, um, the dessert was a Valrhona dark chocolate, but that makes it sound boring. It was, um, housed in this sponge sugar circle from the pastry chefs at Napa Rose. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there was like pomegranate seeds and pomegranate essence kind of dribbled over this like slice of dark chocolate raspberry goodness mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, it was incredible no that sounds amazing so also i think there's a link because the executive chef at napa rose is also who runs 21 mm -hmm. royal correct yeah so the like a lot royal of people and club 33 and uh Carthay circle oh okay okay so it all ties together because people i've seen a lot of people comment about how expensive napa rose is like specifically the princess dining but it's like I, I don't speak restaurant language very well, but how I see it is like, that's like the best chef, like across yeah. the resort that runs these certain ones. So that's probably why you'll see the prices yeah. pick up a little bit more. Yeah. Chef Sutton. I can't remember if I said his name or somebody else's, but mm -hmm. yeah, Chef Sutton is, mm -hmm. is yeah, the you guy, did. His little yeah. main dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you get to meet him as well? Or just the two chefs that were with you? No, just the ones who are with us. I I met him previously at Napa Rose's like New Year's Eve bash. Which, if, if you guys are foodies and you're looking for something to do on New Year's Eve, that is the place to be, let me tell you. I haven't even heard of that. So, <laughs> Nicole's learning me so many things <laughs> about Disney. Oh, my goodness. I've got to have you on for another episode now. Absolutely. Holy moly. Anytime. Oh, my gosh. So okay. Okay. So, Nicole knows everyone at Disney. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not just, kidding. Close, just kidding. Just um, kidding. Um, so okay. After dessert, um, it's time for Fantasmic. So mm -hmm. we all go out onto the patio and we watch Fantasmic from a point of view that most of us have never had before, which mm -hmm. is incredible. Um, and then if fireworks are happening, of course, they follow that show right away and then fireworks. And then uh, we all go back into the dining room. Um, they offer us coffee and tea. I might be getting the order a little out of, I might be getting the events out of order, but anyway, they do offer you coffee and tea and then they have your little swag bag with this menu in it. They also have some whole bean coffee, some tea, a little pin, um, like a lapel pin that says, oh, 21, that's awesome. um, which is the same like imprint on everything, the napkins and the mm -hmm. wax seal and all that. And, um, I think that's everything. Yeah. When you when you went back out on the patio, could you get more drinks or was it kind of like the bar closed after dinner or were you able to s still get more? Yeah, I mean, the the wine was pouring pretty freely at that point. <laughs> so, you know, you could take out your wine if you were still had some left or you could ask for more. But yeah, they they're pretty generous with the pours and everything. OK, yeah, yeah. So maybe you didn't need any more. Not you, but like yeah. people didn't need any more to drink after. No, definitely me. <laughs> 
Yeah. Okay. So I read, um, and this was from an article back in 2018 that I read that. So you could have either gone back to the Grand Californian on the bus, or you could have walked out. It was kind of up to you. And then they even offered like slippers for the women. So they didn't have to walk in heels. And I was like, okay, I have to check and see if that's for real. That is for real. Okay. They didn't give them to me because I was busy recording stuff on my phone. Um, (laughs) Yes, they did offer them. Um, And um, so, yeah, occasionally, and this isn't a guaranteed thing, but they offered us a private boat ride. So we went in the the accessible entrance for pirates, Mm -hmm. and they just fast-tracked us on for that if you didn't want to take the private shuttle back. And then Mm -hmm. you just made your way out through the park you know, like, Oh, that's normal. so cool. Um, so that was option one. And then option two is to board the shuttle and have them drive you back. Should to, people use um, the shuttle? The Grand California. Did people actually go I on did. the shuttle? Christy and I did. Yeah. No, did because I didn't have, um, walkable shoes. Like there was literally no way I was going to be able to make it. Like I had not sensible walking shoes. I was all about like looking the part and I didn't think about the shoes. And, yeah, I totally did not. Oh no. Were you guys the only ones that took the bus back? Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. You got the whole you got the whole bus to yourself. It was all yours. Yeah. yeah. Is it even so, more they, VIP? They were chatting with us. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Okay, so if you could do it again, would you do it again? Or do you think it's like a one and done kind of thing? I, as we were crossing the railroad tracks into the park, I looked back at Tracy and I said, okay, when are we doing this again? <laughs> like, like before you even old. started? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we amazing. were already like trying to figure out a way to get back in. Because I knew the quality of the food was going to be like off of the charts based on our experiences at the Napa Rose. Um, I knew that it was not going to be a disappointment at all food wise. Um, Mm -hmm. And just the whole experience of being in that space and seeing the details and just like any other part of any Disney park, you're not going to be able to see it all in that one time, even though I tried, Mm -hmm. it's just too much. So I definitely need to go back. I have, you know, a game plan and, and what do I want to do? And what do I want to focus on? And what do I want to capture that I wasn't able to capture the first time, that kind of thing. And to see what other amazing foods these chefs can come up with, because it was absolutely phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're a big foodie who like really loves that. Like for me, I like, I definitely want to go, but like I've already said, I don't know food that well. Like I can appreciate good food, but I want to go because I want to see like, where mm-hmm. Walt would have lived, just like why why I did the Main Street Story Tour, is you, mm-hmm. you I just want to be where Walt would have been, like we're like in that experience and seeing the the magic would have just been amazing, and then the good food and the wine on top of it would just be amazing. But I feel like if you're a big foodie like you and your wife, that's probably absolutely worth it to do it over and over, especially since it's a revolving menu. Right. Like that's got to be so cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's. For us, definitely, it's a it's a redo. So, um, because we are big foodies, so mm-hmm. oh yeah, and and you you guys, it seems like you guys are just huge Disney fans too. So, <laughs> yeah. like, it's it's like both worlds, yeah. So, I, I yeah. have it on my bucket list. Elisa and I are going to talk a lot about our bucket lists and lists in a couple of episodes. But mm-hmm. after seeing your reel and like you, she went live as well. 
um, during Fantasmic and seeing the view, I was like, I have to do this. And my husband was like, that's too expensive. And I was like, I have to do it. I have to do it. Like, you well, don't you have to come have with me. Spots at your table, please let me know. I will be that yes. 11th and 12th person. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you need one more person, ding, that's me. Yeah. Pick me. <laughs> pick me pick so the me. funny thing about the group that we went with, none mm -hmm. of us had met each other in real life. It was yeah. all from Instagram. I, I'm, I almost went on my Facebook and was like, Royal 21 experience, who wants to come with? Like, how did, how, yeah. did you guys just stumble upon each other? You saw someone's story or how did this yeah. all come? So, um, the guy who kind of organized it all has been several times. I don't know if it's three or four times, um, but he's been several times. And so I randomly saw his stories and I started just, I didn't know it. I was like, Hey, this looks amazing. Tell me more. I want to do it. If you have room, like I said with you, if you have room, hit me up. Um, mm -hmm. So then I guess enough other people messaged him the same thing that he's like, we almost have critical mass here. Let's see if we can get like two, three, four more people and get to 12 and plan it. And we did. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Okay. After this, I'm yeah. going to get, his name from you. And then I'm going to be like, please add me to your list. Cause I am one person that will absolutely do it too. If mm -hmm. you have an odd number and you need one, I'm your girl. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, it, it was incredible. And, and I made friends there that I will probably have for life and mm -hmm. some live near us and most of them actually from Northern California. So yeah, I mean, we all had an amazing time. A couple got engaged while we were there. There was a birthday. And oh, yeah, they no, it was just did they propose so in Royal 21? I or just so, like the day? But like, I don't know if it was the day or if it was a private moment for them, but they announced it like with everybody at the dinner table. Mm, um, so I love just, love. It was really, yeah, such a sweet moment. So sweet. And then birthdays. Yeah. And like, the thing mm -hmm. is, when you do events with people that are like th to this caliber, everyone's going to appreciate it. You're not going to be around mm -hmm. anyone who's going to like damper or like be mm -hmm. a jerk. Like it's all like-minded mm -hmm. people that are excited to do it with you, Absolutely. which creates those bonds. Yeah. So that's so amazing. Yeah. I'm so happy that you two had such a great time. It was so, yeah. and thank you for sharing, for letting all of us live vicariously through you because it, it was amazing. I'm I'm happy that um, those reels and every all the content's been so well received, and I had a really fun time taking the pictures and the videos and everything. So um, I'm super grateful that you guys are like enjoying that too. So mm -hmm. yeah, um, and then I, I wanted to also mention um, dietary restrictions or needs or whatever. Oh yeah, That's they a good are point. very accommodating. Um, mm -hmm. There was a person at our table who didn't eat fish, and then there was another person who didn't eat like red meat. So they totally accommodated um, and replaced everybody's those meals. Needs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No shark for that guest. <laughs> no shark. No shark for them. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you got shark, but no shark for them. I, did. I will awesome. eat it again. <laughs> oh my gosh! Especially if they cook it. Hell yeah. yeah. Okay, cool, awesome. Well, is there anything else you wanted to share? I think we covered everything. I think we did cover everything. Um, yeah, I don't really have any final words, except if you ever have 12, 11 other friends and $1,250, do it. 
do it 100%, yeah. do it, do it, do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so yeah. good. If, you, if you're able to do it, it's not a make or break for your visit to the park, but it sounds like it's an incredible experience. And if you can pull it off, then absolutely do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's an event. It's something that you, you, you block the time out. It's not like another dinner in the parks where you just go to dinner and then you just go on a bunch of rides before and after. I mean, it, you want to be hungry and present and, and there and not tired. And, mm-hmm. and then you might just go home afterwards and, and that's, you know, part of the whole thing. And if you stay until midnight or 1am, then that, that works too. In, but, in your formal um, wear. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That could actually be really fun. But that's my that's my crazy. I love to close down the park. That's one of my favorites. But thank you, Nicole, so much for being on here. Is there anything you want to plug or plug your page too? Oh yeah, I just um I'm on Instagram, uh Disney underscore surgeon. Um I'm also on TikTok TikTok, but I'm not as active there. But mm-hmm. I would um love to chat with any of you guys about any of this stuff or anything else that you see. Um, and I just, I love to see all these experiences. So thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. And Nicole, we have been friends for a few months now and you're always so supportive and you're always so kind and I, I adore you. So it, it means a lot (laughs) that you came on here to talk about your experience. It, it sounded amazing. And so thank you from me that you came on. It it means a lot. Thank you so much. Yeah. And and she just recently had a birthday. So if you go follow her, make sure you give her a happy belated birthday. Also, she had to share it with Thanksgiving this year. So give her some extra love. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Well, thank you. I hope you have a great week and I will get your friend's information. I'll text you right now. (laughs) (laughs) I hope everyone enjoyed that awesome episode with Nicole AKA Disney underscore surgeon on Instagram. She is an awesome person, like I already said. And if you ever have the opportunity to do the Royal 21 experience, I absolutely, as someone who hasn't done it and it's on my own bucket list, do it. And if you need one more person, come come to me and I will absolutely fill that one seat for you. If you feel so inclined, I would absolutely adore you if you would leave me a five-star rating and a review. It means the world to me when I see those. That means it's easier for other people to find my podcast. And if you have any questions or if you want to link up, if you want to see more Disney tips and tricks, please follow me at Hannah Learning Disney on Instagram. You can also send me an email at hannahlearningdisney at gmail. And I hope that everyone has a great week and a happy new year because... 2023 is right around the corner and I can't wait to share in the magic for the 100th anniversary with everyone and we have a lot of exciting episodes planned for you in 2023 so it is going to be a blast. Everyone have a safe and amazing New Year's Eve and I am so excited to come into it with you all. Bye!